listening to the Franchise Podcast Network, presented by Lucky Star Casino. 1077, the franchise. It's a franchise first take, Thunder post game show. And uh, man, I am very, very happy to be here tonight. A 9 p.m. tip. Is that in the state of Oklahoma? Sarcasm a little bit? A little bit of sarcasm, but I will say it's better to be here after a Thunder victory. Yeah. And, and they win tonight against the uh, Houston Rockets 112 stinky. to 95. I'm listen, we are a Thunder Oklahoma City Thunder centered post game show, but anytime that we get the pleasure of poo-pooing <laughs> on the Houston Rockets. Um, sorry, it's going to happen. So you're going to get a lot of Thunder praise tonight. I think there were a lot of good things that we saw in tonight's game. Um, but you're going to get equal Rockets hate. And that's okay because, number one, it's our show. We do what we want. Uh, but number two, um, it's just fun to make a, make fun of a team that, you know, kind of was, was in the gutter the same time that the Thunder was. And it's a great example of how not to do a rebuild. It really is. But that is Drake Vito. I am Matt Burton. We got Maddie Goldfish in the building with us. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Hello, gentlemen. You're in my world now. I am. Grandma. Did you do that last time? The intro? Yeah, I think you did. I usually do. I love it. It surprises me every time. You, um... Maddie Goldfish, I mean, the late shift here at Tyler Media, always. Um, How do you do it? I mean, just because this is (laughs) Um, not not fun for me. A drink of coffee. (laughs) You know, there's this magical elixir that comes from beans, (laughs) and it gives you energy whenever you're failing, failing at that miserably. Oh, we love to see it. Uh, Shout out to anybody joining us tonight. And uh, yeah, on Twitch. If you're out there listening, twitch.tv slash the franchise live. If you want to watch us and join in on the action and uh, and give us your comments down there in the Twitch comment section. But yeah, man, the Thunder win tonight, 112.95, like I said, and 41 and 17 now on the season. I can get used to that. That is amazing. One, and then two. The Thunder basically won four times in these past two games. Oh, okay. Yes. Against the Rockets. They own the Rockets' first-round pick, which is top four protected. And let's go to our little friend here, the uh, NBA Tankathon. I think we can consider it an old friend now, right? It is an old friend, (laughs) uh, but it is uh, is gone but never really forgotten. Right. Here, and uh, I really thought, hey, Tankathon, don't really need that again, right? You know, the, the Thunder are going to be good, right? They make the play in last year, right? Just it, they add Chet Holmgren into the lineup, and it, we don't need Tankathon. But oh, not so fast, my friend, because the Houston Rockets pick right now would be number nine. And, and who, boy, who does do you that love go to? to? See it. And who does that go to? Oh, that goes to the Oklahoma City Thunder, Drake. I'm glad you. Re- I'm really glad you asked that because uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder own that pick and. They win, help, the Thunder win, helping out their own record to get yeah. to 40 and, and 17 and now 41 and 17 these past two games. But that's just two more losses for the Houston Rockets. Keep pushing them down 
uh, in that. I mean, I asked Brandon Rabar this earlier today. Yeah. I mean, I'll take a, a finals appearance and the ninth and 11th pick from sure. uh, the what Utah Jazz as well. Top four protected, so it can go all the way up to five. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, you truly don't know what the Houston Rockets are going to do, right? I right. mean, they just keep going down and down. Who knows who's, who they're going to be shutting down by the end of the year? They're not going to be playing for anything. Um, I'm saving the hate for a little bit later, but there's a lot of positives right now to take away from this game that isn't just the Thunder receiving a W in that in the right side of that column tonight. It was it's awesome, man. I, I just um I will say, yeah. No, okay, so they only draw the top four in the in the lottery. They only draw the top four, so everyone else gets pushed back. So if it's not in the top four, it would be wherever it's at here. Right. So I, I don't think it can go all the way up to five. But oh, it can't. No, because they only dra- they only draw for the top four, and then the rest they just slot in. Okay, where they would have been. I see. Um, but still, like I'll take the ninth and eleventh pick after whatever whatever run this team goes on. And you know what we're gonna do when we do this this draft show that you know I can't believe we're doing this year. I know <laughs> just because of how well the Thunder are doing. But um, you and I are always gonna make that bet. We're gonna ask the question. If the even if the Thunder end up getting that you the the pick from Utah this year, if it ends up not getting into that top ten slot, um, I don't think the Thunder are going to stay at that at those picks wherever they land. Uh, no, I think they're going to try to definitely trade up in this draft. How, Which, what a luxury! It's not what a, a luxury! Everyone says it's not a great draft, but you never really know. No, the you Thunder, never know going into a draft like, oh, this isn't going to be a good draft. Like, I mean, look at you know finding. Value in J-Dub, where he ended up being picked. Right. Finding value in Aaron Wiggins, who almost was the last pick of his draft in mm-hmm. the second round. I mean, there are guys littered across this Thunder team. Um, Lou Dort, undrafted. I mean, it it does not matter the drafts and what the analysts and the experts think are deep drafts or not deep drafts. The Thunder will somehow scrounge someone that is under the radar, and they will end up just being a solid player because that's what yeah. the Thunder does. They've missed on some. Um, see some of the trades that have happened. Oh, cool. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, How I had something you. in you're, my throat there. How dare you? Hey, you're right. You're right. But um, they're they're just as good as finding those guys um, in those unassuming spots. Right now, it has the th- Takeathon has the Thunder taking Rob Dillingham of Kentucky, number nine, and Kyle Filipowski of Duke at 11. One, NBA, they don't storm the court, so that's good. That's <laughs> I was good about for to Kyle say, Filipowski. we don't want that guy. His knees nice. can't take us court storming. And if you if you just say uh, point guard from Kentucky, sure, sign me up. Yeah, Presti yeah. will take a flyer. But Rob Dillingham is really, is really good, though. But, yeah. uh, no, I mean, I, we put it off long enough. Let's talk about the game tonight. Sure. sure. Uh, Shane Alexander gets to 31 points tonight, and um, oh, man, he just scores 31 again. Uh, again, we'll just uh, we've dubbed him copy and paste here on this post game show, Shangles Alexander, because you can copy and paste his stat line every single game. I have like the uptick in three pointers. Yeah, I, I gave uh, our guy Tyler Neal a, a shout out because that's one thing you know coming out of the All Star break he wanted to see more of is Shea shooting more threes. Six tonight, four of six from downtown, thirty one points, eight boards, three assists. Man, he. Um, it took him a little while to get going. It's we went to the first half of this game. Took him a little while to get going, and you, I think, were the turning point because you turned to me and goes, "Man, Shea doesn't ever really like play that great on TNT." Yeah, and 
immediately after you said that, he scored like 10 straight points. 10 straight points <laughs> in the first quarter. So maybe I need to be dogging on him a little bit more when the national television schedule uh, always rears its head back for this uh, Thunder team. By the way, for those obscure stat lovers out there, um, SGA this season has set an NBA record for most games in a single season with exactly 31 points. Um, Oscar Robertson um, taking that mantle, that title from him back in 61 and 62. Um, yeah, I mean, Shea's been absolutely awesome, not only all season, but his threes, the uptick in threes and how efficient he's become. He is slowly inching his way. What did he go tonight? Four or six from three, yeah. I believe. He is slowly inching his way towards 40%, which if you just like just like we can talk about with this Thunder team, the expectations we have, I, I don't know if I could have told you 40 would have been plausible before yeah. the season started, um, just from the, the sample size of what we've had um, thus far the past couple of seasons. But, man, just like this Thunder team, Shea trumps all expectations. Um, it's been awesome to see him get that uptick. But also, um, for those of you who are unaware, also in the running potentially for all defensive first team. Yeah, insane, absolutely insane. And that Third was best odds for defensive player of the year. Shea Gilgis Alexander. That was my big thing this year. Yeah. Besides the three, was okay. You know how efficient you can be on the offensive end. If he can be someone who can guard multiple positions. Um, Leader in steals, also I believe, um, for the NBA as well. I mean, he's just he just keeps climbing mountains, yeah. toppling these 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 heights, these landmarks. Um, it's been really really fun to watch. But I think the threes more than anything have been the biggest like shock to me. It's been a, a ton of fun, man. Uh, this I'm curious to see. I, I, we'll look it up probably in the, in the next segment. But uh, MVP odds, man, he's got to be right there. Yeah. Like 1A, 1B? I, it really comes down to, like, I think it's just repetitiveness. I, I know Jokic has the numbers to win it again, and I think it's really going to come down to, um, are you going to give it to Jokic for a third time in the past four years? Right. Um, because that's just, I just feel like that's kind of, that sways some of the voters. Um, but Shea's stats, just across the board, absolutely demand um, attention when it comes to those MVP votes first place. Yeah, he is second right now to Nikola Jokic as far as MVP votes Is go. Luka third? So, Luka is third, but I will say kind of a distant third. Yep. There, there's, a, there's a healthy gap in between. I will say there's a healthy gap right now from Jokic to Shea, and then there is a kind of the same gap from Shea to Luka. Yeah. So and, I think it's just, you know, the, the Mavs being down the standings. It's just a, it, it's a weird dynamic too, right? Because Jokic, his usage rate is just so high for yeah. that Nuggets team. I mean, and, and SGA's is as well, but just position wise, there's a lot more opportunity for Jokic to do the things he does. Assist number, sure, that can go either way for both of the guys. Uh, but rebounds, like he has been getting, I think, he had like 30-something last night or the other night yeah, with like 15 and 15. I mean, there's just a lot of opportunity that presents it to himself that SGA necessarily might not get with the people he ends up defending night in and night out. Jokic is always going to be closer to the basket more times than not. Um, but like I said, Jokic, I would definitely get it if he ends up winning it a third time. But SGA absolutely deserves to be in that conversation. There is a big guy for the Oklahoma City Thunder that is – figuring things out. And that is Chet Holmgren. 18 points, 13 boards tonight, and three blocks for him. Uh, he didn't have the three-point barrage that he had last time out against the Houston Rockets. Uh, but still, uh, just super 
effective. And then, I mean, Maddie, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, you're like, he just, he looks like a guy that's like figuring his body out finally and figuring out like yes. what he can get away with. He's gone from gangly giraffe to <laughs> semi mobile scarecrow. Love it. Which Love it. is great, man. It's like my favorite novel, by the way. Yes, for real. Right. Just wait till the sequel. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, and I, and this, and this matchup too tonight with Shingun is especially fun because if you are, any any sort of active on the Twitter, the interwebs um, of NBA Twitter, um, they usually get up. They usually get up for a matchup like this, um, the Chet and the Shingoons. Obviously, um, there's a lot of history there just because Thunder could have gotten Shingoon, and there have been many arguments made um, that Shingoon has definitely deserved, you know, for the Thunder not to trade away that pick. Um, I kind of see him right now as an Ennis Canner 2.0, just a little bit smoother around the rim. Has a little bit of a mid-range to him if he's left alone. Um, but as with Ennis Canner and most OKC Thunder fans know, however many points he put up on the offensive end, he was giving away just as much on the opposite end on defense. I do think he's going to be better than Cantor. Um, obviously, how this Houston Rockets team is constructed right now, the stuff is moving through him predominantly. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of another reason why I am poo-pooing on the Rockets. But Chet was awesome tonight. He absolutely dominated. And he dominated the other night uh, against Shingun as well. And highlight of the night for me, I don't know about you guys, a lob to Gordon Hayward? Hello? What? <laughs> right. It was just out of nowhere. Your 7-1 center could never. Yeah. But I think outside of everyone associated on the team with the Thunder, I think Chet needed that all-star break the most. Yep. And you have absolutely seen it. And you can make the argument for J-Dub as well. Um, just how how much more comfortable he looks, how much more physical he is, um, aggressive in attacking the rim. I mean, more than anyone else, Chet needed that rest. And it is absolutely translating here in the first portion of this back half of the schedule. Let's get a couple on Twitch before we get out of here. Shout out to Mac Attack uh, on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, if you donate bits, where does it go? I don't know. But shout out to him That's for donating. That's a great question. Uh, was it 500 bits, man? Shout out to Mac Attack. Appreciate it. He said, follow the paper trail. All right, we will. Well, I will get back to you. You should call see where um, it goes. the Tyler Media number and say those bits were supposed to go to the fran- uh, the franchise first take Thunder post game show. Right. Yeah, just call and follow up. Uh, but Scott Vermeer, shout out to our guy Scott Vermeer. Scott, says, hello. Uh, so what are your postseason expectations as of today for the Oklahoma City Thunder. You we can go around. We can go. Side? Yeah, we we can get get to it on the other side. Let's get out of here. We'll we'll uh we'll attack that. We'll Mac attack that. Shout out to Mac Attack. Nice on Twitch on the other side. And Maddie G will take us around the association. You're listening to the franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by US Cellular. Back to the franchise Oklahoma City Thunder Post Game Show presented by US Cellular on 1077 the franchise. Yep, it's the Franchise First Take Thunder Postgame Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Before the break, our guy Scott Vermeer asked, as of today, what are your postseason expectations for the Oklahoma City Thunder? Let's What's the conference finals? <laughs> Let's go ahead and roundtable this, Drake. <laughs> Drake, the Western, Western finals for you. To make. To right. make the Western Conference finals. Um, and those expectations have changed as the season has gone on. I know I asked you this a couple weeks ago. I asked uh, Eddie and Ryan on the morning show a couple 
I asked them again today. I said, you know, post All-Star break, um, probably asked them the same question about a month ago. Do your expectations change at all for this team um, as the season rolls along and you kind of get to see, you know, you know, the backbone of this team, the makeup of this team? They stood firm. They said they're not going to make any changes to their decisions. And I said, okay. Um, I was win a first-round playoff series at the beginning of the season, and I have graduated to making a Western Conference finals, which means they would just have to win two series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two yeah. series. And I don't think that's uh anything out of the ordinary. If you look at their if you look at how they performed against, you know, even the top the other three teams in the top four, the the T Wolves, Nuggets, Clippers, everyone but the T Wolves, they have the season series over. Um, and even the Timberwolves, I like that position just because of their history in the playoffs um and their inexperience yeah. um as well. So there's a lot of matchups I really like for the Thunder. Um, when it comes to playoff experience, but when it comes to matchups, obviously I have my favorites. I know that I asked you this probably off show. I would no, we it, it was last last show. Um, Kings are who I would pick if I could pick a first round, and you said Pelicans, and I could definitely get there with you. But it's, I mean, imagine. I don't think the Pelicans are going to fall that that far though. Yeah, but imagine us having this conversation anyways, right? Of just like Thunder sitting at number two in the West. There is a lot of teams that I like the matchup for Mm -hmm. in the first and second rounds for the Thunder. I mean, just being in the position to be able to say that is kind of crazy, thinking about where we've been the past couple of years. Matty G, have you allowed yourself to to go crazy a little bit? I'm kind of with Drake, man. I think they're going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. It depends on who the matchup is. Like, I don't know, man, but... From where this, where I thought that they were going to end at this season, definitely. I as long as they made the playoffs, I was cool. They have to win that first round. Now. Yeah. If they don't win that first round, this season is kind of disappointing. I'm not saying that's the right answer, mm-hmm. but that's how we're all going to feel as Thunder fans. Disappointing. Like the day, this team wasn't supposed to gel this well this fast. So it's kind of playing with house money right now. But I don't know. Still be a disappointment if they don't win the first one. My my expectations are still going to be second round. Okay, so okay. win a first round series and then see what happens. Okay. What would I be surprised if they go to the Western Conference Finals? No. Okay. But I guess that's just my expectations of winning a first round matchup. And then anything other than that, I feel like is gravy at this point in time. I don't want I know that's crazy me saying this. They're tied for the best record in in the West. Like, I mean, they should go on to to do that, but the matchups are going to be tough. Like the West is going yeah. to be an absolute dogfight. No matter if you are the one seed, like because let's say you're the one seed going against the Warriors. Yeah. Like obviously you're a better team than the Warriors. You had a better record than the Warriors, but would it surprise you if Steph just goes nuclear? It wouldn't. To I me. think I think you can have both. I've seen that mo- have, I've, I've seen that movie way too many times. I think you can have him going nuclear, but I still would probably pick the Thunder to win. No, I would too. I would. Oh, I'd pick would? the Thunder to okay. win. But okay, I'm just okay. saying, like, would yeah. it su- would it really surprise you if like there's just nothing you can do about Steph Curry? Like, right. like, and then if Clay Thompson, I mean, he's starting to shoot a little bit better, like coming off the bench now for the Warriors. Like, is that going to surprise you if they? Okay, let's say uh, the Thunder of the second team right like like they are right now let's just keep yeah. right there second team let's say the lakers get the the seventh spot 
Yeah. Thunder haven't played very well against the Lakers. Nope. And you're going against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Remember the Lakers, we were talking about it um, yesterday, I believe. Me and Tyler were about that was like kind of the first time that the zone really popped up and you have guys as athletic as LeBron and Anthony Davis run that zone, making it tough. Like, I don't know the matchup. Okay. So it's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. Kind of no matter how you slice it, right. Dallas looks a lot better with Gafford and, uh, in PJ Washington, we'll get to them a little bit later. They had an embarrassing loss. Yeah. Um, but, and then, and then like the Kings, those are the four teams in the play in right now. Yeah. Like those are tough, tough matchups. Yeah. They're not just like pushovers, by any means, like you're going to go through in the Eastern Conference, and there are pushovers in the play-in. Like, yeah, they're automatically like, "Hey, thanks for showing up. You're getting swept or gentlemen swept." Um, now, in the like as it stands right now, in the second round, the Thunder would be matching up against probably the Denver Nuggets, the reigning champ- champions. I don't know how I feel about a seven-game series with the Nuggets, who just won That's the title. That's if it ended right now. Right, if it ended right now. Two would face three. Yeah. And the winners. Okay. So, like, again, it's going to be a knockdown, drag-out dogfight. So, yeah. I'm keeping my expectations a little bit lower with this young Thunder team who have not been there and done that yet. Yeah. However, I do, and I have gotten this sense from this Oklahoma City team, that they're young and naive and don't know any better and i think and they're just shattering that glass ceiling i think a lot of people like to make the example of the sacramento sacramento kings last year um just being as much as a surprise as they did um and i think that's why a lot of people are skeptical of them even making it out of a first round series because if you remember what happened to that sacramento king sacramento kings team last year uh the warriors took them to seven games and ended up pulling it out yeah um Here's why I got to say why I think it's different, um, this Thunder team, than what the Sacramento Kings last year were able to accomplish. They don't have an SGA. I, I love Demonis Sabonis, and I love Fox. Darren Fox, their games. Uh, I, I think they're great. Um, not, neither of those two touch SGA in, you know, the respective game that he has, right. offensively and defensively. Um, Darren Fox is really good at getting steals. I think he's second or th- I think he's second in steals behind SGA. Um, and I don't think Demonis Sabonis is necessarily as much as a game changer as J-Dub could be. Obviously, yet right. could be seen in the playoffs. I just think there's a different dynamic to this Thunder team, um, especially if you have guys like SGA, Chet, Dort hitting threes on a consistent basis in the playoffs. Good luck. Good yeah. luck to any of the teams that we just mentioned. I'm not just talking about the teams that are in the play-in. Um, good luck to the Nuggets because, I mean, as much as as good as they are on the defensive end, if if those guys are hitting consistently from three, and especially if FGA keeps up the uptick in threes, that floor is going to be wide open for most of the night. I'll put it this way. Okay, so I, we all agree. I mean, you guys are Western Finals. I'm Western Semis. Yeah. We all agree that they're winning a, they should. They should. Win a first round series at minimum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that includes. So going forward, though, I, this is where I'm trying to like, I don't know, I'm trying to put things into perspective a little bit. Okay. Okay. Second round. Would you feel confident in a seven game series against the Nuggets? Would you go Confident in, as in? Would you go and feel like, oh yeah, the Thunder, if we have home oh, court, win this. If we have home court like we do right now, I would. I, if, I would, I you would say lean, seven. Would yeah. you say seven? Yeah, for I sure. Mean, yeah, I, I think it probably goes the distance. 
Yeah. Either way, the Thunder or or Nuggets winning. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, I keep. Let's say, okay, let's say the Thunder jump the Timberwolves, and uh, the Timberwolves are at two, but everything else is the same. You're probably playing the Clippers in the second round. You know, it's are a, you going to feel really confident against the Clippers? Healthy, a healthy Clippers team. You know what's so crazy about the Nuggets example, though, in the second round, it's 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 a spitting image of Oklahoma City 2010. That was in the first round against the Lakers, the eventual champion Lakers, who had just won a championship the previous year, um, and they took him to six, mm-hmm. and it was a close game six. I mean, they could have brought that seventh game back to L.A. if a couple of uh, balls bounced their way and a couple back baskets were made, but it's kind of scary, the comparison of. Yeah. I mean, because this is an arriving Thunder team. Um, it's always fun watching the national you know, media get to witness this team who've only seen them maybe a couple of times inside and out for this season, but it's a lot of people around the league that think, you know, this Thunder team has the chance to make a lot of noise, and it's just kind of crazy thinking of the spitting image of what was 2010 versus now if that Nuggets second-round matchup ends up coming to fruition. Yeah, I just... See, that's where I'm like, I, I don't go into any of the second-round matchups Yeah, confident. Even if you just go down the list a little bit, like, are you... Really super confident against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I know I know they have name power mm-hmm. and star power. Um, it worries me a whole lot that they haven't played a whole lot of games together. And I understand Devin Booker is a dude and KD is a dude. Bradley Beal can be a dude when he's available. Um, but I just I, I can't I can't see the Thunder losing in seven to the Phoenix Suns at this point. Um and it's it's mainly just because I don't think Phoenix has the defensive um, ability to yeah. keep up in a seven-game series with the Thunder. I will say I'm all in on a series against the uh, the Timberwolves, though. So, yeah, I think that would just, be electric. As, I was about to say, just because I think I'm t- I'm talking about like dog fights and knockdown dragouts. Yeah, that would be it against the the Timberwolves, man. And just kind of clashes styles. Yeah, to be honest, it's such an interesting case study too for the Timberwolves because they're just so much better defensive rating wise. I think they're like six or seven points better yeah. than second place. That they don't really need to be hitting on all cylinders on off. <clears throat> they don't really need to be hitting on all cylinders on offense. Um, their game, like what they try and do defensively, is absolutely geared toward the playoffs yeah like it's just it's it's cream of the crop for the playoffs but i don't know uh i would enjoy playing the timberwolves just because their inexperience matches very yeah. much a lot of what the thunder says um so yeah i'd be i'd be confident with that truly i think the nuggets and the clippers are my two worries yeah. other than that i think just from what this thunder team has shown us throughout the year and i know pl- people say that playoff basketball is different and it is to a degree but just the way this thunder team plays always finding the right guy on offense um just clamping down on defense i mean they're really good on both sides of the ball and that has to mean something come playoff time whether you've been there or not and i feel like at this point in the season we've seen enough from them where that is the sample size you know what i mean like we are if maybe they're not going to be there for one quarter but they're that it's only going to be that one quarter. They're going to show up the other three. I mean, they've just done it every single game this year, so can't really count them out. Well, Maddie, uh, let's let's push around the association. We'll just do both of our segments in uh, the final segment here. Ron, the uh, 
was it? I almost said the afternoon show. It's the franchise first hey, take. tomorrow. That is tomorrow. That's the franchise first take. Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. A product of Tyler Media. Vote the franchise your favorite station for sports. Back to the franchise Oklahoma City Thunder Post Game Show. Presented by U.S. Cellular on 1077 The Franchise. Franchise First Tech Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. We have a text off the Big River Footwear text line, which we don't get that often in the post game show, but they're always welcome. 405 478 1077. Superior Braves fan says, Call me crazy, but I like our chances versus the Nugs in the playoffs. I think our pace and defense can beat them in a seven game series, especially if we have home court advantage. Fun fact. Of all the times the Thunder have played the Nuggets this year, uh, not one time have they played the Nuggets at full strength. Yep. But with that being said, one of the times uh, was Aaron Gordon, which, okay, you can make the argument. The other one was Contavious Caldwell Pope. So I'm going to count that one as a real win. Love Contavious, obviously a three-point threat, but I don't know. It's an intriguing matchup, obviously, just because Jokic dominates so much uh, on both sides of the ball. But Thunder have given uh, given them some fits when they've yeah. ran the J-Will as the center lineups or even the Kenrich as the center lineups. Like There have been times where the Nuggets have had to uh, kind of uh, delve differently into their game plan because of those lineups. So we'll see. I don't know, though. Nuggets, <laughs> they're a worry for me. But I get it. Shout out to Superior, Superior Braves fans, excuse me, on uh, the text line for that. And uh, I will say, we were getting clowned a little bit from shooting were on we? Twitch on the uh, on the office goal here. Yes. Can you read? Can you read the mean comments? Yes, I sure can. From Mac Attack, I don't know if that's a zero or an O. I'm gonna go zero. Okay, but God Drake, that form, <laughs> shaking my head. Interesting. LMAO. Have well, more of an eighth grade form. I can't LOL. Tell that. It's tough here. You can't really get get the arc. And, you know, it's not. I will say we, I have played basketball. Have Drake. Drake has a very good shot. So you have a very good shot. Thank you. And then <laughs> we're, we're uh, the bros. good That's old right. uh, Scott Vermeer says you can tell the misses all just come <laughs> shooting back. I will say you could attest that we did make our last shots. We did. We, we did. told ourselves we were not going to start the third segment until we did. So, but let's start it off by going around the association. There were a lot of basketball games tonight, gentlemen. It's almost like they had a week break and they're really just wanting to play basketball or something. <laughs> um, but we'll try to go lightning fast through these. We will start with the Warriors versus the Wizards. The Warriors came out with the victory 123 to 112. We're going to go with more magic related themes. Because the Magic beat the Nets 108-81 to this evening. And then in the game of games, I think, this evening, the Cavaliers with a three-quarter, you would say, shot to win the game at the buzzer. It was fantastic. If you haven't seen the clips, go on Twitter, I'm sure, or X, whatever it's called. I'm sure you can find it. Uh, and then we have the uh, game that was on before the Thunder game, the Celtics and the 76ers. It was kind of close till the fourth, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just started being awesome, like they usually are. And then we have the Hawks and the Jazz. The Hawks won 124-97. to 
The Pelicans, the Birds won in this one as well. Pelicans 115 over the Knicks 92. And then we have the Bucks 123 to the Hornets 85. Uh, Wimby put on a show, but the Timberwolves won 114 to 105. The Pistons beat the Bulls, both terrible teams. I'm not even going to tell you the score. Who cares? The Heat beat the Trailblazers 106 to 96. And then our Oklahoma City Thunder, what is it, six games in a row now? Or six in a row. Six in a row. Yep. Thunder 112, the Rockets 95, if you're just joining us. And that was our trip around the association. Love thank to you. see it. Thank you, Cavs. Uh, no, thank you, Hawks. Uh, that's about it. By it's the way, it. I feel like this needs to be said before we go to Vibe Check. Uh, obviously, OKC does not have the tiebreaker over Minnesota now. Uh, Minnesota has that tiebreaker. If it goes, if they have a, a a tie, same record at the end of you mm-hmm. know the end of the regular season, it goes to divisional record. And so the Thunder play the Trailblazers one more time, and they play. The Jazz one more time. I don't know what the remaining schedule is for divisional opponents for uh, the Timberwolves, but just be on the lookout, even though those may not be big games on the schedule to the uh, to the casual viewer. The They are big for potentially getting a one versus a two spot. They play the Trailblazers once at home. Okay. And the Jazz twice away. Okay. Okay. Timberwolves have dropped uh, worse games before. Who else is in the division? Is it just Timber- okay, so they play the Nuggets as well. Hey, they play, come on. They have a home and home. Oh, excuse me. They have oh. two at the Nuggets oh. and one at home against the Nuggets. So, Ooh. By the way, your Oklahoma City Thunder has the 21st hardest hitting schedule left. So uh, They might just I'm not mess saying, around and get know, the one seed. I'm not saying, but I kind of am. They might just mess around and do it, and that fills me with good vibes. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Matty G. No stars off. Most certainly, I actually wrote some down this evening. Okay. While I was watching the game oh, because I did not want to forget them. One bad thing about having ADHD brain. <laughs> um, so first bad vibe. The TNT photo of all the centers. I don't know if you guys saw that or they did centers of the past no, and then uh, centers of I now. Did. It was like right before you came in and got me out of the other studio. But they did Chet dirty, dude. He looked like a pale ghost. <laughs> he looked like a ghostly specter. Like, it just wide out. Like, it was kind of funny. But do better, TNT. Come on, production guy. From one fellow production guy to another, you could do be it. better. Um, bad vibes number two. Josh Giddy getting seven points in the first quarter, which is going to sound weird, but that dude did not, like, score. A, he was not a factor for the rest of the game. Yeah. If you're going to have seven points in the first quarter, you need to use that to your benefit and at least get your average after that so it makes it look like you did something. Because Giddy was, that first three minutes, unstoppable. He was money from anywhere. 
But then um, my last bad vibes is in the first half, whenever they realized that three wasn't dropping, they should have moved away from it way faster. They have enough dudes on the team that can create their own shot and drive to the hole, go to the free throw line, get an old-fashioned three-pointer if you want three points. But those be my bad vibes. Good vibes. Again, Josh Giddy getting those seven points. Good for you, bro. Keep it up the rest of the game. And then that reverse oop dunk that Chet threw down. Really that was that really, was really quite good. fantastic. But those be me vibes, gentlemen. Baby Drake. <sighs> My bad vibes is the Houston Rockets. <laughs> uh, go off, King. Okay, here we go. Um, I don't like Dylan Brooks. Um, I think Fred Van Vliet is one of the worst contracts in basketball right now. He is a shell of his former self. He looks disinterested on the court. Boom, Rose. Jalen Green uh, is, if there was a redraft, and I know how much we hate redrafts on the show, he would not be in the top, I would go, seven. Um, boom roasted. Boom roasted. Uh, go buy a chain on the bench um, somewhere else uh, that would have you. But I also think the Rockets are misusing him because they're an awful organization. Boom roasted. Um, Amen Thompson, you can't shoot. Boom roasted. <laughs> Jabari Smith Jr. and uh, Ime Odoka got a tech tonight because they know how much they suck. Boom roasted. Um, am I missing anyone else? Aaron Holiday, you're not even the best holiday brother. Boom roasted. <laughs> uh, and Boban, you didn't even play tonight on a bad team. Boom roasted. And you got killed by a book. That's, that's right. So uh, the Houston Rockets are my uh, bad vibes tonight. Good vibes. I'll go with Shea. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to give you one stat. Uh, that not only encapsulates part of the night he had tonight, but um, the turn of the calendar year, how awesome he has been from one of the aspects of his game that he needed to get better at. Since the turn of the calendar, since January 1st, SGA is shooting 43 of 92 from beyond the arc. That's 46.7%. That one singular stat, if it can be carried through to the playoffs is going to be so huge for this team, not just in terms of spacing, but because of what the def- defense as a whole, not just the people that are going to be guarding SGA, have to adjust to. Because there's already proven shooters on this Thunder team. J-Dub has emerged this season. Isaiah Joe is always a constant threat. Chet, on any given night, can can give you two or three. Uh, Dort, same story. If SGA is able to consistently hit that like he's been doing since the turn of the calendar year, Buddy, watch out. That's how you get yourself into a Western Conference Finals. Very good. I am going to go with 9 o'clock tips in the central time zone. Yeah. The game is not being played on the Western Coast. But uh, I will say, one, didn't mind it. Like, it's fine. I like, you know, I like hanging out. It's fine. I only mind it because... Our dear sweet Flint restaurant, we did not get to do rip post game from there because well they're closed now. Yeah, they, like so they're actually just closed. That's what I mean. Home nine o'clock tips. I that's why I hate because we didn't get to have Flint restaurant tonight. My steak or my hush puppies. Right. So we hate to see that. Boo hoo! Somebody <laughs> call the ambulance. I got some French cries I can give you over some here. Wham- need a wham burger and some French cries. Um, but my good vibes tonight. I'm going J Dub. I, I thought like like J Dub was awesome tonight. Whenever he gets it going, 
it just looks so easy. Mm-hmm. The game just feels so easy. It's it's like he's just in the gym, just you know, playing against cones. Yeah, he's he's taking two three dribbles to his spot, pulling up just like he would an empty gym, really? and it is so much fun to watch because again, like. I hate to, you know, kind of dumb it down like that and not give him, you know, like full full credit. It sounds like I'm not giving him full credit, but he makes it look that easy. And it, when it's not that easy. Yeah, it really started for me when uh, that Lakers game where they shot really well, just shot the thunder out of the gym almost back in December, I want to say. Um, at the very end of that game in garbage time, basically, that was the first time where it was him taking the ball up, I want to say three or four consecutive times, getting to the same exact spot every single time. Yeah. And he can do that. He can do that. He has proven that this season. It's been amazing. Probably one of the most fun stories um, of the year for me, uh, J-Dub. He's awesome, man. Absolutely awesome. Uh, before we get out of here, we had a uh, Twitch question. From Mac Attack, shout out to Mac Attack and Scott Vermeer, William Davis, my guy, uh, all hanging out on Twitch tonight. Shout out to Superior Braves fan too, sending in uh, a text on the text line. But Mac Attack says, "Can I get a debate question? Feel free to ignore, but I'm genuinely curious. Who is the slowest and fastest franchise live employee? Need mudslinging if all possible. Slowest and fastest. Okay, slowest I is... might nominate myself for tribute for slowest. I am not a runner, bro. <laughs> You're faster than Jerry. I would say. I don't know, dude. Not at, at this doesn't present... Jerry have a torn Achilles at one point? He did. I would say that Drake is probably the fastest. Just youth. You think I beat Kelly Gregg? Just youth. Probably. Yeah. I would say that Tyler Neal, he's still in good shape. Long legs. Six seven. I would say that he's probably Ooh, and he's a runner there. too. And he, run, he? His, well, his wife is. Oh, okay. His wife is. She runs marathons and stuff. So I think maybe he's, he's got some of that stuff. Osmosis. Osmosis. Yes, yeah. exactly. Hey, I'll just tell you right now. Me, if I'm the fastest, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would probably back myself for third, given my knee is yeah. feeling up to it that day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is feeling better. So I, I'd back myself for third, maybe. And then I'd, I can Ryan, see Ryan Chapman being maybe? sneaky. Yeah. I can see Ryan endurance, endurance, yes. Yeah, I can see him him being sneaky fast. I don't like I don't like that I'm the fastest because I'm not fast. <laughs> if that tells you, I think we should put you fast. I I don't think so. <laughs> I think that I found out our summer radio segment. Yeah, we're we're all just gonna do forties against each other. Oh God, God. who's I'm gonna, gonna be filming? Some- <laughs> Eddie probably icy won't hot. participate, so Eddie probably would film. I'm going to need some icy hot and an hour stretching session before I partake in a 40-yard Honestly, match. it wouldn't matter, matter either way. I would do terrible. Like, <laughs> you could probably give me a 10-second head start, and you'd still probably beat me. Like, no joke. Dude, we've been, uh, we've been wanting to do more Twitch content. I think a 40-yard dash on Twitch would do some numbies. Just like a, like a quick live stream? Yeah, just a quick live stream, us doing 40-yard dashes. Good luck convincing... You know, like Eddie or Dylan or even Kelly to do to do a forty yard dash. God. I think everybody else would be down. Sorry, I'm I'm looking. Kelly at, Kelly might be. I mean, Kelly's in great shape now. Yeah, yeah I like, Kelly's in. I really think good Kelly shape. would seriously destroy us all. If if nobody has seen Kelly Gregg in person in a long time, it's a tank. He's jacked. It's just a tank. <laughs> Absolutely jacked. Is. What's so funny is before I worked here and I listened and Kelly would be like, oh, I'm so out of shape and blah, 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 blah. And even those pictures, dude, I'm like, no. dude, like. No, Kelly's in great shape. Yes. Um, he's a beast, man. I, Mac Attack, he said, who's the slowest? We got some heavy hitters. Okay. 
I like the pun there. Um, I. I'm nominating myself. I'm telling you, I'm not very fast. Yeah. It's gotta be Jerry. He had a ton Achilles. Yeah, Jerry, his little legs get get going. Him or it's Eddie funny watching him play basketball. Yeah. I don't know. Eddie Eddie posts some videos of him going through like the football tackling. Like Eddie, I think is like sneaky, sneaky quick, he's, agile. He's, got, he's sneaky agile. I think he's got sneaky like lateral quickness. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I can see it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not putting Eddie last. That's not happening. I would say Jerry. I don't know. I can see Dylan, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Vermeer says, if Eddie doesn't run with a, a girt in his mouth, it's rigged. Yeah. That's where that's where all the, the magic comes from. That's where the, the agility comes from. And then after that we'll see how far we can throw a football. Why, why not? <laughs> a little punt pass and kick competition yeah, that, or something. That I'll nominate myself for last. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, we're talking about how fast we are and how slow we are. So I feel like it's about that time of the yeah, night to head out. Drake, you got the morning show tomorrow. And yeah, five hours from now. You're joining me for 45 minutes uninterrupted tomorrow. That's right. First time an I afternoon know, show appearance. Baby Drake going to be on the afternoon show with myself uh, for the last hour, man. Cannot wait for Probably going to do nothing but talk about Maddie G, you're welcome to just join. You're welcome to just join tomorrow for the what last hour. What day is tomorrow? Wednesday? Wednesday. You're welcome. And it's from 5 to 6. It's the last hour of the show. Let, let me look at my shed. If you don't want to come in early, I do not blame you. I think I have other stuff going on that, up here tomorrow. So I will not I hold that against you if you don't want to come in to work early. I will never hold that against anybody else. But, guys, everyone, shout out to you guys. Mac Attack, Scott Vermeer, William Davis, Superior Braves fan for all hanging out with us and chiming in tonight. But shout out to Drake Vitito, Matt Goldbranson. And, uh, man, this has been franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular.